favored and spiritually grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. In this episode, we're going to continue the conversation series, Addicted to Dope and Save, with my special guest, Debbie Davis. So today, we're going to break down the acronym of the O in DOPE, which stands for obedience. So if you missed last week's episode, which was the first one, we talked about the acronym and what each letter stands for. Uh, The D stands for delivered, the O for obedience, the P for purpose, and the E for effective witnesses. So if you missed last week, make sure that you go back and listen as we talked about um, delivered. And without further ado, welcome back our special guest, Debbie Davis. Good morning, Debbie. Welcome back. Good morning, Tanya. I'm so glad to be back. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I enjoyed last week's conversation so much with you. So for those who didn't get to listen and yourself as a recap until they can go back and listen to the first episode. Okay. Well, as she said, my name is Debbie Davis. I am married to Christopher Davis. We have five children together. Um, and I am just excited to be back this week. Very excited to be back this week. I'm also a member of a women's organization. We're a Christian organization um, called the Phenomenal Women Foundation Incorporated, and we are based out of Bessemer, but we serve all over the world, and the founder of that um, organization is Reverend Dr. Valerie T. Oates, and our current president is Sister Frances Burks Brown, and that organization is very dear to me and it has a lot to do with me being saved and dope again dope d stands for deliverance o is obedience p is purpose and e is an effective witnesser that is awesome so that's located in bessemer alabama is that correct Yes, ma'am. We are based out of Bessemer, Alabama. We could be found on Facebook under the Phenomenal Women Foundation Incorporated. Awesome, we are, awesome. We're basically a group of women that just love life and we love other women and we love to serve. We love to encourage and we love to lift. So look us up. Awesome. Y'all go out there and y'all support them and those that might be interested. Um, go out there and just read up on them and find out more about them. That's an awesome opportunity and Um, An awesome platform for women who just love to encourage and inspire and uplift others and to be a part of and to help you with your own growth yourself. So we're going to just jump right in this morning um, and talk about the O, the obedience part, which I really, I love that. But a lot of people don't because, um, you know, they say obedience is better than sacrifice and sometimes obedience is hard. Um, So just to give you the uh, biblical definition of obedience is to hear God's word and act accordingly, Um, to hear, trust, and submit, which is the hard part for some of us, and surrender to God's word. So Debbie, just, um, just tell me a little bit what what does obedience look like to you? Obedience to me, um, first of all, my one of my favorite scriptures on this subject is Jeremiah 7 and 23. But I gave them this command, obey me, and I will be your God and you will be my people. Walk in obedience to all I command you, that it may go well with you. Basically, what he's saying here is obey my voice. And I'll be your God. You don't have to worry. It, that it, It's just that simple. But in order to obey, you have to pay attention. How, how can you obey 
a stop sign? How can you obey a traffic light if you're not paying attention? So I have to, in order for me to be obedient, I have to pay attention to what God is saying to me. Yes, there's overall obedience, but each of us have a specific, a separate, a personal relationship with him. And your obedience may not be my obedience. So you have to be sure that you have a connection with God so that you will hear him and you will know when he's speaking to you. So that right. you'll hear his voice. Right. And so I know for me, when I first started, it's funny that you say that to hear his voice. Um, you know, he says his people will know his voice. And, you know, when I first started hearing it, you know, I thought I was hearing things and people will say, well, how do you know if you're hearing from God? And the thing about that is, you know, God's voice, he, he never, it's never harsh. You know, he's a loving God. He never, tries to um, condemn you and things like that. So that's how you know. Um, that's why you've got to get into your word and know because his voice never contradicts his word either. And when he first started, um, you know, speaking to me and teaching me how to be obedient, um, it, it was with small things. Like maybe I would go to the restroom at work and somebody had washed their hands and dropped the paper towel on the floor. And it was just like a small thing, like, you know, pick, pick up that. And, you know, our first... <laughs> Um, response is, well, I didn't throw it down there. That's not mine. But, you know, mm -hmm. during that time when God was teaching me obedience and how to listen to him, it was little things like that. And, and he spoke to me and it was like, it is yours. You know, all of this I have pr provided for you, for you to take care of. And, you know, so that's how I started. I started picking up like, um, the paper towel and then maybe at the grocery store where people had left their cart out or, you know, how we just were lazy and we don't want to put the cart back in the cart holder. Um, he would start telling, you know, he would say, no, take the cart and put it in the cart holder, you know, yes. because that's somebody else's job. But at the same time, you know, we want to help our brothers and sisters and not make their lives difficult. But that's really how he started dealing with me with obedience. I know it may sound corny or, you know, uh, you know, it's not this big spiritual thing or whatever, but that's really how he started dealing with, with me with it. So tell me a little bit about, you know, how did he start speaking to you or how did you start um, with your obedience walk? Well, first of all, um, going back to last week when I talked about um, being delivered, obedience is the same thing. It's very close to being de delivered. Um, I, I talked about that it's a decision. It's a choice. I have made a choice to be obedient to him. So even when it's not comfortable, that's when God really honors obedience. It's easy for me to um, get up and make my bed. That's easy. That, I mean, the, the bed is there. He's provided a bed. But what, what God really honors is obedience when it's not comfortable comfortable come on is now. it is it is it he wants to see that i'm going to be obedient and let my light shine when somebody has hurt my feelings he wants to see that i'm going to be obedient to his word and what he has put in me when it's not comfortable that's that's what god honors he i mean the easy stuff you know and you talked about um his voice not being harsh and he's not harsh but i know for me in my obedience walk and this is a growth thing and I'm growing in it that when he tells me something, do it. 
that's part of being obedient. And sometimes he has to be harsh with me in my life because um, I was not as sure. Is God telling me that? Or is that me telling me that? But I have to know his voice. So I'm growing in obedience because he doesn't have to be as harsh with me. Usually in my prior or in my early um, Christian walk, in order to be obedient, God would have to basically knock me upside my head. I would have to go through trauma. I would have to go through crying. I would have to go through being down. I would have to go through feeling bad about myself. I would have to go through questioning, which way should I go? But when I totally yielded to him, when I was when I, when I became yielded to, yielded to him, and it became easier for me to be obedient because it was my desire to please him. In my like I said in my earlier walk, it was kind of like, well, I'll do this and get by. Now he doesn't have to come and say, okay, you didn't listen this time, so now this is going to happen. Now my walk is easier because I've made a conscious decision to be delivered and a conscious decision to be obedient. Right. And what people don't understand is there really benefits to being obedient. Uh, God really rewards our, our obedience. Um, he talks about it in Luke eleven twenty eight. 28. Um, it says, Jesus replied that, but even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. But you know, the thing about it is we don't just listen to God's word. We've got to do what it says. Otherwise, you know, we're just fooling ourselves. So um, for you to listen to the word and, and don't obey it, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, you know, you walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law and, uh, you know, that it, it sets you free. And yes. if you do yes. what it says and don't forget what you heard, you know, then God will bless you for doing it. And God, yes. um, the thing about it is obedience to God proves our love to him. And, um, you know, it, it also demonstrates our faith. And, you know, I said earlier, you know, obedience is better than sacrifice. And that phrase obedience is better than sacrifice has often, you know, just perplexed Christians. You know, it can only be understood from the Old Testament perspective. The law required the Israelite people to offer sacrifices to God, but those sacrifices and offerings were never intended to take the place of obedience. Obedience. And, right. But disobedience leads to sin and death. And, and then, go ahead. Then I was thinking about a prayer that I had. I had been praying a prayer for this last year. I had been praying um, for God to um, put me in situations and strategic connections and appointments where I could really um, walk in my purpose. Mm -hmm. And it takes me back to the scripture, Isaiah 55 and 11. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And that scripture, it just so went into the prayer that I have been praying. My obedience will allow me to um, have these strategic connections. For instance, this podcast, this is strategic. Um, I, like, like I mentioned, I don't know if it was on the first podcast or to you, I've been in your presence probably three or four times. Whoever knew that we would be able to have this type of communication? Whoever knew, but because of my obedience and my prayer, prayer is obedience. And you have to be specific in your prayer. 
prayer is that's not that's our communication um to god how do we know his voice if we don't speak to him how can i be obedient to his voice if i don't have a connection to him and tell tell everybody how this even really because they may not know the background of it um of the podcast because it kind of goes along with what you're talking about um share with them how i even brought the pack the idea of the podcast to you and how that happened Okay, okay. I was at um, a, a women's conference. It's called um, Destiny Pushers. It's led by um, Pastor Andrea Gates and the Purpose Church. Um, this, I think she's done it four years. I've been three out of, been to three out of the four years. And at this year's conference, um, we had to go, it was an icebreaker, basically. We had to go around the room and um, introduce ourselves and talk about something about us. And in this room of maybe 60 women was myself and you um, and all the way across the room. And um, something that I had to talk about um, when I had to speak about something about myself, I spoke about how I am very uncomfortable, very nervous speaking in front of people. Out of that, just being real, out of that, just being um, obedient to what God told me to say. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to appear as being um, nervous or not bold, but it was a weakness for me. And because I spoke on that weakness, Tanya reached out to me. Um, you reached out to me and said, hey, let me, I used to be nervous speaking in front of people as well. Let me tell you what worked for me. And she explained to me the podcast where we communicated. I can get out what I want to say, but nobody's looking at me. So it, it is what this is doing is um, getting me ready, getting me ready to speak publicly. And I'm speaking that, getting me ready to speak publicly and to walk in my purpose and to walk and to be able to explode what, what God has put in me. And, and let me just piggyback off of that because there's so many of you out there who maybe know what your purpose is, or maybe you don't, or you know, you have fears, but what we got to remember is God didn't give us the spirit of fear. That is our human flesh. Although it's natural, we all experience it. You know, find people that you can relate to that, you know, sometimes I'm going to be honest when I started out, I didn't know anybody who was doing any of the things that I was trying to do. And so I've just kind of had to figure them out for my own. But just like, you know, Debbie was talking about a fear of speaking in public. Sometimes you've just got to do it. And, you know, just like Nike says, just do it. And you have to do it scared. And the reason why I offered that to her is because it, it was the thing that broke down my fear of speaking in front of people. And I had even taken classes and things like that at work because I really didn't like my voice because I have this long Southern drawl. And I just thought it made me sound like unprofessional and really country. So, but when God spoke to me and I knew he had called me to use my voice, I was not going to sit on that because that's like as a child, when your parents tell you to do something, you get up and do it. And I didn't want to, you know, delay my process or my blessings because of my fear. So just let that testimony of hers encourage you that, there's other ways of doing things without just jumping out of the gate and, you know, maybe being on an interview live or, you know, being on a TV show or something like that. Take steps to that. And that's going to be your growing process too. just trust the process. So you don't have to jump out of the gate 
and think that, okay, I have to have it all together or I have to speak a certain way for God to use you. No, you don't. It's a process, so trust the process. And the thing about obedience is it's an act of worship. You know, the Bible places strong emphasis on obedience in the Bible, and it's critical to remember that, you know, believers are justified by obedience, and salvation is a free gift of God, and we can do uh, nothing to merit it. So true Christian obedience flows from the heart of gratitude for grace, you know, that we've received from the Lord, and that he talks about that in Romans 12, 1, but, you know, obedience is major. You're never going to be able to see all that God has for you if you can't be obedient. Yes, and I challenge each of you to make a conscious effort to be obedient. It's just simple things. Simple things. Um, when you when you're going in a store and somebody's coming behind you, hold the door for them. Obedience equals courtesy. Just be nice to people. Make an effort to, to do what God commands us to do. Love right. our sisters and brothers. That means just be nice. Don't speak mean words. Hold the door. Pay for their groceries. I mean, if the Holy Spirit tells you to do something and you don't do it, that's being disobedient. And there's but levels. Again, there's levels to this. You know, God will bring you to a higher level, level spiritually um, depending on your obedience. So, yes. you know, it, it's like <laughs> the best way I can explain it is almost like being in school. You know, you start out in kindergarten and you learn how to write your name and, you know, how your ABCs and things like that. And when you've passed that test and, and you can do that, then he takes you to first grade. And, you know, so there's a process. God has ordered everything he does. So if you wonder why you're stagnant and you can't move, it's because you're out of order. Um, you've been disobedient in some things. And, you know, if you just listen to that, that small voice, and just do the things that he tells you to do. And, and like we've mentioned, it may start out with some small things like that just to get you used to, one, hearing the sound of his voice and then moving and doing it. Yes. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps just to practice obedience if you don't know how. Um, some of you, like we said, the reason why we share those is to kind of relate to you and show you how he's spoken to us. But some of you may say, okay, well, I hear the voice, and but I just, I really don't know what to do. So the first thing you need to do is really just cultivate humility, and which was like Debbie was saying, like open up the door or whatever. So when you're obedient and following the uh, mandates, your faith means that you're also being humble. You know, you accept that God's helping direct your life and that um, good and bad that comes. And, you know, try to avoid taking ownership of the things that happen in your life. So when something good happens, remind yourself that it's through the grace of God. And, you know, if something unhappy happens, which, you know, it does happen to all of us, that's just life, but it's a learning experience to help us. And, you know, we get caught up in asking God, why God, why did this happen to me? We need to start asking him, what, what is it that you're trying to teach me? Yes. And number two, you know, commit to your faith. So most faiths or religions have specific rules and regulations, you know, required to follow. So committing to your faith means giving up control of your life and understanding that, you know, what's happening is coming from 
the Holy Spirit and, and God as our teacher. And I think that's a hard thing for people to do is to just really um, give up that control because a lot of times we'll give it to God. We'll take it back. We'll give it to him. We'll take it back. But we have to just totally surrender everything. Um, the third one is make choices in line with your faith. And, um, you know, for example, a choice could be sac- sacrificing your career path or, you know, because it doesn't align with your benefits. It, it could be um, this vaccine. You know, um, I believe it's everybody's decision whether or not to get it or not to get it. But, you know, that's the way that you you practice choices. Like, does it line up with your faith? You know, it could be something, you know, taking significant time out of your daily prayer. Um you should be setting time aside every day to spend with God. So if you have distractions or, you know, people coming into your life and they know you need to make it clear, Hey, this is my time with God. Um, Don't interrupt me. You know, this is that way they respect those boundaries, but that's, that's (laughs) another way where you choose um, the life to line up with your faith. And last but not least, this is my favorite of, of the four. Avoid judging others, people based on their beliefs and obedience. You know, obedience to your faith is a personal thing. It means that, you know, you're in connection with your God and your faith that can be, and that to me, that's wonderful, but it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, criticize other people's belief or infringe on their way of living, but be respectful of that. And yeah. Yes. And I had um, just real quick, I know we're getting ready to end. I had three little points that I just wanted to make Okay, about obedience. One thing is your obedience is tested the most when you're growing in him. When you're growing in Christ, when you're beginning to um, walk in your purpose, when you're just you're just sold out when you when you're you're doing what he wants you to do that's when your obedience is tested and you have to make the decision am i going to pass this test or am i going to fail this test i choose to pass it and if you and if you fail the test it's going to come back around until you pass it so if you see yourself and you're stuck in a cycle and you're like this same thing keeps happening to me why does it it's because you keep failing the test yes check yourself check yourself. The other thing was um, when you're obedient, you can ask God things with confidence. One thing about God, his name is on the line. He, he already promised us. He already promised us. So if I have been obedient, I have a sense of, I have more of a sense of authority when I go to God. It's like a, a, a father and a son. Father's been telling the son three weeks, clean your room, clean your room, clean your room, clean your room. Third week, the son wants to go out. He wants to use the car. He has to tiptoe to daddy mm-hmm. because he has not been obedient. He has not cleaned the room. So when you have been obedient to what God has told you to do, you have more of authority or confidence when it when when you communicate with him. And ultimately, the last thing is obedience brings blessings. It brings blessings. If you're obedient, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect. That's not what obedience is. But obedience does yield blessings. Yes, I totally agree. Those were so good. And I love how you were talking about the son and the father. Because that's that's really how it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
when we are not obedient, we do have to kind of tiptoe back to God because we got to humble ourselves. We we knew we wasn't doing what he told us to, <laughs> you know, when we were going to be disobedient. But, you know, always remember, you know, you're going to have to go back to the father one way or the other, whether it's in this life or at the end of life. And you're going to have to answer why you were not obedient. Yes. So I, I enjoy this. I really enjoy this conversation and I look forward to next week. Next week is going to be my favorite. So if you guys have not listened in make sure you go back and listen to the replays to catch up because next week we're going to be talking about the P which stands for purpose. And I could talk for days about this one because I, I love for people to walk in their purpose or discover their purpose. And if you're going to be around me, you're going to find out, Hey, you can't stay stagnant. You're going to, when I move, you move. So, uh, like I'm I said, witness. <laughs> there's levels to this. I, I can't let you, I can't grow and allow you to stay the same. So y'all make sure that y'all tune in again next week. Again, this is a four part series. So if you haven't, um, checked it out you can go back and re-listen and if you're on itunes or spotify or whatever you can go back and replay it but again the acronym is dope and d is for delivered o is for obedience p is for purpose and e is for effective witnesser so thank you guys so much for always listening in and following me and rocking with me if you can't um if you haven't followed me yet, check me out on Tanya Williams Life Coach on Facebook. And Debbie, tell them where they can check you out at. On Facebook, I am Deborah Elaine Davis. And on Instagram, it is Fetal to Faithful. You can okay, reach me Okay, could you spell that for them? Fetal to Faithful. It's F-E-T-A-L-T-O-F-A-I-T-H-F-U-L. Fetal awesome. to Faithful. Awesome. Thank you so much. So y'all be sure to follow her and inbox her if you have any questions. She has such an amazing story and the journey is not over. But for those of you who, you know, you got to reach, you know, reach one to teach one. So if there's things when we have these guests and things like on here, if there's people that, you know, you're interested in or they've gone through the same things, reach out to them so they can tell you how they got to where they are. You know, yes. uh, we are our sister's keepers. So we have to reach out and help people come on up with us. And um, we don't want to rise and let them stay the same. So again, y'all, thank you guys so much for always following me. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at spiritually under score grounded and we look forward to talking to you next week until next time